0: WonderfulPistachios.com to learn more. That's WonderfulPistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 2081. Peanut Butter Do You Love It or Fear It? by Nancy Clark of NancyClarkRD.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your host and narrator. Welcome back to another episode of Optimal Health Daily. This is where I read to you from some of the best health, fitness, and nutrition blogs on the web, kind of like an ongoing audiobook. And with that, let's get right to the post for today as we optimize your life. Peanut Butter, Do You Love It or Fear It? by Nancy Clark of nancyclarkrd.com Peanut butter is, without a doubt, one of the most popular sports foods around. Ask runners what they eat before a marathon and the majority will say, bagel with peanut butter. Ask cyclists what they eat during a century ride and the answer is inevitably peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Assuming you are not allergic to peanut butter, you might love it, but you also might have a love-hate relationship with this popular food. You love it so much, you can easily end up eating a lot of it. You hate it because you fear it will contribute to fat gain and health problems. Hence, the goal of this article is to erase the hate so you can love eating peanut butter guilt-free without negative consequences. Note, Peanuts grow underground and are technically a member of the legume family, along with beans and peas. They share a nutrition profile similar with tree nuts, so we lump them into the same conversation. So the information in this article relates to not just peanut butter, but to all nut butters. Is peanut butter fattening? Peanut butter is not inherently fattening. If anything, people who eat peanuts, nuts, and nut butters are slimmer than nut avoiders. This fact is based on data compiled from about 576,000 people followed for an average of about 18 years. Higher nut and peanut butter intake was associated with lower body weight, a smaller waist, and weight loss. Peanut butter eaters did not have a higher BMI or higher percent body fat. If anything, eating peanut butter, nuts, and nut butters seemed to have a protective effect against weight gain. How can such a high-fat food be slimming? The warning we once heard to limit foods high in fat and calories has proven to be unwarranted. The fat in peanut butter is satiating and is mostly made up of heart-healthy fats, provided you're buying the most natural form of peanut butter. A peanut butter sandwich keeps you feeling fed for longer than, let's say, two slices of toast with jam on it. Having fat in each meal also makes the meal taste better. Fat carries flavor. A spoonful of yummy peanut butter pleases the taste buds, so you'll be less likely to go poking around the kitchen looking for something else to eat, like ice cream. This can then spare you from excess calories. Should I pour off the oil that rises to the top of the all-natural peanut butter jar? Pouring off the oil leaves you with a lower-calorie product. If you replace those calories with, let's say, a cookie, you're going down the wrong path. Low-fat peanut butter is less yummy, in my humble opinion, that is, and less health-protective. Of the 14 grams of fat in a tablespoon of peanut oil, 10.5 grams are from good health-enhancing fats. Peanut oil is a source of vitamin E, which is an antioxidant that knocks down inflammation. Those who eat peanut butter, nuts, and other health-promoting oils five or more times a week have a reduced risk of heart disease and type 2 diabetes. Why suffer through dry, less tasty, less health-protective peanut butter when peanut butter itself is not fattening? And storing the jar upside down can help with the oil on the top issue. Is peanut butter better for pre-exercise fuel or post-exercise recovery? Peanut butter, being primarily protein and fat, is a slow-to-digest fuel as compared to grains, fruits, and vegetables. Protein and fat take far longer to digest, so They may not be the best choice for quick energy before you exercise. That said, if you'll be doing a long workout that lasts for more than one to one and a half hours, having peanut butter before you exercise will offer sustained energy. It can also help buffer an influx of sugary gels and sports drinks. After exercise, the fat and protein in the peanut butter will poorly refuel your muscles. The preferred recovery food offers three times more carbs than protein. Hence, a better choice is a peanut butter banana sandwich or pasta with a spicy Thai peanut butter sauce. That spoonful of peanut butter straight from the jar will fill your tummy, but will not rapidly refuel your muscles. What's the preferred type of peanut butter? Organic? Unsalted? Most long-term health studies have followed typical Americans who eat peanut butter that's processed. Think hydrogenated. Hydrogenating oils keeps the oil from separating out. but hydrogenation can create a harmful trans fat, though the amount of trans fat is small, less than half a gram per serving. Negligible amounts show up as zero grams of trans fat on the Nutrition Facts label, just so you know. The health benefits of any type of peanut butter seem to outweigh any potential negatives, but in general, less processed foods, really of any type, are preferable to highly processed versions. Organic peanut butter is nutritionally similar to conventional peanut butter, but has a higher price tag, jumping from about 20 cents to about 37 cents per serving. A serving is about two tablespoons. Now, if you're worried about pesticide residues, pesticides in peanut butter are negligible. Quote, they are sprayed on the ground before planting and disintegrate quickly. They have a very short half-life, end quote. This is according to a peanut butter spokesperson. Now, the amount of sodium, the part of salt attributed to high blood pressure, in Jif brand peanut butter, for example, is 135 milligrams per serving, which is similar to the amount in a slice of bread. This is not very much sodium, given the recommended intake is 2,400 milligrams of sodium a day. Now, the average American actually consumes much more than that. But sodium may not be a concern for athletes, given they're likely to have lower blood pressure in general. Is almond butter better than peanut butter? Almond butter is far less sustainable than peanut butter and is far more expensive, but is equally nourishing. The subtle nutritional differences are insignificant in context of your entire day's food intake. In terms of planetary health, almonds have a much higher water footprint compared to peanuts, 80.4 gallons of water per ounce for almonds versus 4.7 gallons of water for peanuts. What about peanut butter with flax? Some peanut butters contain flax. Flax is among the richest sources of ALA, a plant-based omega-3 fat that's deemed anti-inflammatory and heart-healthy. A tablespoon of flax seeds offers about 2,350 milligrams of ALA. A serving of peanut butter with flax might offer only about 300 milligrams of ALA. Given the recommended intake of ALA is about 2,000 milligrams per day, It seems like the addition of flax to peanut butter would have insignificant health benefits, though that depends on how much peanut butter with flax you eat in a day. How can I keep myself from eating too much peanut butter? One, prevent yourself from getting too hungry. Curbing your appetite can keep you from overeating too much of any yummy food. And two, eat peanut butter as often as you want. Trying to limit it contributes to binges on peanut butter by the spoonful. Overeating peanut butter typically happens before you put yourself in diet jail or when you flunk out of diet jail. If you give yourself permission to enjoy peanut butter every day, if not every meal, it will soon lose its power. Give it a try. You just listened to the post titled Peanut Butter, Do You Love It or Fear It? by Nancy Clark of nancyclarkrd.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. Another reason people have told me they avoid peanut butter is because they heard that it increases inflammation in the body. Or to say it in the fancy, scientific-sounding way, it's pro-inflammatory. Inflammation in the body is good when we're trying to get over an injury or illness. But if we're otherwise healthy and the body is experiencing inflammation anyway, well, now it's a bad thing. So the goal is to try and limit inflammation in the body as often as possible. I looked at studies to see whether peanut butter is in fact pro-inflammatory and found the opposite to be true. Researchers found that eating peanuts and peanut butter was linked with less inflammation in the body. So I wouldn't worry too much if you hear about peanut butter and it causing more inflammation in the body unless of course, as today's author Nancy said, you have an allergy to it. All right, that'll do it for another edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you for being here. I hope you have a great rest of your day and be sure to tune in again tomorrow where I'll have another post for you and your optimal life awaits.